Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Elemental Oven Show. Thank you very much for joining me on this beautiful Wellness Wednesday. As always, it is the day that I release my episodes is on these Wellness Wednesdays. And today I have a very neat episode, emphasis on the word neat there. Um, you'll see why in just a moment here. But I wanted to uh, take a moment and, you know, something I haven't done on this show in a while is kind of like the daily practice stuff where uh, a while back I used to always give a little practice for you guys. And one thing that I noticed I hadn't done in a while was giving some gratitude. So gratitude is, uh, you know, something that, maybe is kind of a buzzword nowadays and uh, people hear it a lot and just kind of dismiss it. But at the end of the day, it's very, very powerful and it's a great way of shifting our mindset and our perception of kind of whatever it is that we may be going through in life. And today I remember I was just uh, driving in my car and was able to see sunrise this morning. And just that moment of seeing this beautiful sunrise was a moment for me to kind of reflect and think like, man, I haven't really given gratitude to the things that I have in my life. And uh, it was really beautiful to just take a moment and kind of feel all the, the gratitude for everything I have in my life. And it's such a powerful practice, literally changed my entire morning, made me feel super happy and, and just, you know, have a little bit more of a spring in my step. So uh, if you haven't practiced gratitude yet today, I highly encourage you to do so. Uh, if you have a little bit of time right now, maybe just a minute even, uh, you can just think of three things in your life that you're grateful for and uh, really try to feel it, feel it in the heart space, try to uh, embody what that feels like and uh, how those things make you feel. Um, things, people, whatever it is. And uh, yeah, so that's gonna be practice for today if you guys wanna go ahead and give that a go. And now let's jump into today's episode. So as I said earlier, it's a neat episode and that is the title of the episode as well, pretty much is NEAT, N-E-A-T. So what this actually stands for um, in terms of exercise or the, yeah, the movement realm um, is an acronym. So N-E-A-T, it means non-exercise activity thermogenesis. What that basically means is it is all of the calorie burning essentially, like all the movement and exercise, quote unquote, um, that you get without intentionally doing exercise. That's a pretty rough explanation of it, but you can think of NEAT, or once again, non-exercise activity thermo thermogenesis as, you know, walking. Um, to and from your car, like getting out, going into the building, and then coming back to your car, like that is neat. Um, even laying down, sitting, standing, doing dishes, laundry, singing, anything that is basically some kind of an action or movement of your body without intentionally doing exercise is a form of neat. Now, if you're asking why it is that I'm even talking about neat today, it's because there's been a lot of research that I've personally come across, um, and I think it's still developing, but there's been research on NEAT and obesity levels and actually weight management. So a lot of the times we think of you know weight management and exercise and all that as going to the gym or doing some form of, you know, maybe it's a sport, but something that's very you know, engaging uh, physically and, you know, it's a it's a definitely very beneficial practice to do if you don't exercise already, um, then go ahead by all means and, and start an exercise practice. It's incredible. But we tend to overlook all of the in-between. So throughout your day, you are 
consistently burning calories all the time, regardless of whatever task it is. You know, obviously some tasks will burn more calories than other tasks, but at the end of the day, every single task you're doing is using energy to some degree. And for some people, they have a high level of need, meaning they do a lot of non-exercise activity uh, instead of maybe going out and doing a lot of exercise, right? So they're actually still very active throughout the day, even though they might not notice it, as opposed to a person who, you know, will dedicate like an hour to go to the gym. So what we've been finding is NEAT is very closely related with being able to manage weight and obesity. And in fact, on the NIH website, so that's National Institute for Health, it was observed that long-term weight control may be easier to maintain by focusing less on EAT, which is exercise-related activity thermogenesis, basically exercise, intentional exercise, um, and more focused on increasing your NEAT. So we're actually kind of seeing that while, of course, exercise is incredibly important, like intentional exercise, your level of NEAT can play a really, really massive role in weight management. And possibly, you know, according to this article, this is just one article, but according to this article from the NIH, possibly even more important than your intentional exercise, like going to the gym, which in no way am I docking that because going to a gym and doing any form of exercise is incredible for your health. So please keep doing it. Don't just don't just increase your knee. Like keep that practice as well. But I still think this is very interesting for us to look at and see the effects of knee uh, play out in the long run. So in a study uh, referenced in this article on on the NIH website, they recruited ten lean and ten mildly obese sedentary volunteers and measured their postures, activities of daily living, and fidgeting for 10 days. And one of the major findings that they found after uh, conducting this was that the obese individuals were seated on average two hours a day longer than the lean people. So, of course, there's other, you know, factors that are going to come into play here in terms of obesity, but the increase of two hours of sitting, which doesn't sound like a lot. Now that is on average, of course. Um, but that kind of goes to show that even just two hours of this, you know, non-exercise activity is going to be very beneficial for the body. Um, it was actually noted in this article that if these obese individuals uh, adopted the neat enhanced behaviors of their lean counterparts, they could expend an additional 350 kilocalories a day, which is basically 18 kilograms or roughly 40 pounds in a year, uh, which can definitely play a massive role in long-term weight control. Uh, now, like I said, of course, this does not explain, you know, all the complexities of obesity. I'm not saying that just by standing up for two more hours a day, you're going to dramatically just all of a sudden lose all this weight. It is possible, of course, by increasing your NEAT and hopefully if you're eating right and all these other factors, you definitely could see progress like this. Um, but there are other things to come into play here. But this really actually comes back to a point that I tend to make a lot on this show, which is that our bodies really are expecting us to move, right? It's a very recent phenomenon going on where we are kind of put into a chair for, you know, eight hours a day, roughly. And then we get up, go sit in a car, go to our house, and then typically maybe spend a little bit of time moving and then 
sitting back on the couch and watching TV, right? There's very little amount of time designated to meet, right? Um, this is a very new thing. If you were to go back like, I mean, it doesn't even have to be 100 years, but like, let's just say, if you went back 100 years ago, the average person had a much, much higher level of NEAT. And there's many factors which I'll kind of jump into later, but at the end of the day, our bodies are really expecting this uh, movement out of us. And this massive underuse of our bodies and their capabilities is kind of a disservice to the body, really. It's gonna lead to uh, stiff muscles, uh, tense muscles, back pain, all these other kind of symptoms that we're seeing with people who sit a lot and have tech neck and all these different things, right? Our bodies are demanding and expecting us to move. So it's very, very important for us to actually get up and move our bodies, uh, not to mention the fact that, you know, muscle is more energy demanding than fat is. So your body is naturally going to get rid of muscle if you're not using it because it's energy demanding. Your body is super smart and understands why would I spend all this energy to maintain these muscles if they're not even being used, right? Like I'm gonna minimize those down to the bare minimum for just what is being asked or demanded of us, right? Because when you go and you lift something heavy, that's telling your body, hey, I am regularly needing to lift something this heavy, and therefore I'm going to need the muscle mass to effortlessly be able to lift that. So when we're sitting for a long period of time, this is also going to lead to muscle degradation as well. Uh, obviously this would be over time and if we're not really maintaining it, but I think it's really cool that there is this movement of kind of talking about you know maintaining muscle mass and even growing muscle mass, not necessarily from just a bodybuilding standpoint, which if that's what you're into, that's great and all, but from a whole like longevity kind of standpoint, right? Because muscle at the end of the day is incredibly important for longevity longevity, right? It's in, it's important for longevity, lifespan, um, being able to enjoy your life later on in your late years, because if you don't have the muscle to move your body, that means that you're going to be, you know, sedentary and stuck to a chair, like not by choice, be, because your body is not able to physically get up and move or catch yourself if you're about to fall, right? All these things that our bodies are um, you know, very capable of in the younger years, but we kind of tend to lose in our later years, uh, especially when we see the decrease in muscles. So if you aren't already kind of taking into mind how much protein you're eating per day, um, I would highly encourage you to do so. I'm not going to jump too deep into the correct amounts of all that because that could be a whole other episode. But at the end of the day, you should try to prioritize protein, uh, specifically complete proteins, uh, meaning it has all nine essential amino acids, and really try to prioritize that in every single meal because at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who are really not getting enough protein to even just maintain uh, the muscle mass that they already have. Plus protein is good for so many other functions in the body, uh, so it is absolutely necessary. If you aren't already um, getting in enough protein and it's just hard for you to fit those meals in, Honestly, I highly recommend just getting a protein powder of some kind. Um, of course, quality is going to matter here. Um, if you are looking for a protein powder um, and you are a, you know, you're, you're okay with eating animal products, then uh, Keon is a really great one. They use grass-fed whey protein. Um, I love that brand and that protein powder. 
And if you're more on the vegetarian vegan side, um, Organifi has a really incredible protein powder. Uh, you can go ahead and check them out. They test for you know glyphosate, third-party tested for glyphosate. Um, everything's organic. They have incredible juices as well, these juice blends. Um, but really focusing here on the protein powder, um, this is something that we really do need to be including. If you're not getting enough of it from your food, I would highly recommend doing some kind of a protein shake as well. Um, if you are interested in checking out Organifi's protein powder, check out the show, uh, show notes for the link. I will go ahead and have it posted in there. I am affiliated with them, so you guys all get 20% off of your entire order anytime you order anything from them and use my code, which is right there in the link as well. Uh, so go ahead and check them out. They also have a lot of different juice powders that are incredible for any time of the day. Personally, just love them and all the stuff that they produce, um, especially their gold juice formula, which is basically a turmeric latte for the evening times. I get the cacao one, uh, so it's kind of like hot chocolate. But anyways, go ahead and check them out. You're going to love all their stuff and check out the protein powder. Um, like I said, if you if if you don't want to take a vegan or a vegetarian one, go ahead and check out the uh, the ones at Keon as well, or just any one that is 100% uh, grass-fed, right? We really want to focus on the quality there. Um, and watch out for the sugars. Sugars can be rampant in all of the uh, different kinds of protein powders. So really keep an eye on that. Um, now, following up on sitting for longer periods of the day and how that can contribute to obesity, I think it's also really important for us to look at what that means for our health. So recently, studies have shown that metabolic syndrome, adiposity or weight gain, uh, poor glucose management, and type 2 diabetes risk may be directly related to sitting time and or to a low level of NEAT that may be independent of your eat, uh, your eat, so your exercise activity thermogenesis. So basically, they're kind of finding here that if you don't have a good level of NEAT, you can still have increased you know, risk factors for these specific diseases, even if you are doing you know, intentional exercise, essentially. Now, like I said, I'm not taking anything away from exercise here. It is absolutely necessary. You need to get out and exercise. But I think what this is really trying to speak to is the importance of having NEAT in our lives, right? This daily activity, movement of the body that, like I said, is essentially being demanded of our bodies. Our bodies are expecting us to move and to use and burn energy. That is what our bodies are made for. I mean, you can't really argue that our bodies were not meant to move, right? Like, I mean, that is it, it, up until really just recently, we have had to always move a lot throughout the day. Um, so this just kind of speaks to that. And in contrast, uh, in a large scale cohort study, they found that individuals who performed low volume physical activity defined as 15 minutes a day or 90 minutes a week, okay, so very minimal, had a 14% reduced risk of all-cause mortality and a three-year increase in life expectancy. That's pretty massive for a 15-minute movement, right? I mean, that is very, very minimal. Um, it's also important to note here that obesity is also the leading risk factor for many debilitating and deadly diseases, such as some cancers, heart disease, and diabetes, which type 2 diabetes is also referred to by many as uh, diabesity because roughly 50% of diagnosed diabetic patients 
are obese. And that's coming out of an article in the NIH titled Morbidity and Mortality Associated with Obesity. But this is really wild, right? Like obesity we know is such a massive issue and we know that a large portion of the US population is considered obese. It is something that is completely to a degree within our control, right? I mean, we have the ability to do something about it. But instead, we're almost rarely told this, right? Like now there's pills that you can take to lose weight. But at the end of the day, I think it's so important for us to realize that our bodies are not being used the way they were meant to be used. And I think it's really just so important for us to highlight how simple it can be to just add in some of this neat into our lives, right? It's very simplistic forms of movement. It's things like doing chores, you know, picking up after yourself, cleaning the house, doing the dishes, doing the laundry, sweeping, mopping, uh, vacuuming, whatever it may be. Those are all forms of neat, right? Parking a little bit further away from, from the building that you need to walk into so that you can get a little bit of an extra, you know, some extra steps in there to just get to the building to increase your neat. These are things that might seem very minuscule, but when added up over time can really make a massive difference. Now, I know that this is kind of going down a, a dark tunnel here, but there is some light at the end of it. And so I wanted to kind of, bring this whole conversation into a, a really positive uh, kind of research uh, study that I found. And this was actually done by a Harvard psychologist, um, Ellen Langer. Um, NPR had a, a whole little show on this. It was really interesting. But basically, she studied hotel maids to see how their perception about um, how much exercise they were getting affects uh, their bodies and how uh, their bodies look. So it turns out that out of all of the maids that she interviewed, about 67% said they don't exercise, even though a large portion of what a hotel maid does is definitely considered exercise. So Linger and her team, uh, they went ahead and measured the maid's body fat, waist to hip ratio, blood pressure, weight and body mass index, and they found that all of these indicators matched the maid's perceived amount of exercise rather than the actual amount of exercise that they were getting. So let's just kind of understand that they literally, their bodies were matching what their perception was as opposed to the actual amount of exercise that they were doing. So in trying to change this, basically Langer set out to educate them on and change their perceptions. So she divided 84 maids into two groups with one group, uh, researchers went through uh, each of their ta uh, daily tasks uh, and explained how many calories those tasks were burning. Then they were informed that the activity already met the Surgeon General's definition of an active lifestyle, right? So they were told how much energy they were burning and they were also informed that this was meeting the you know levels of activity that you're supposed to be getting in a day. Uh, the other group was given no information at all. Then a month later, Langer and her team returned to take physical measurements of the women and were surprised to see that in the group that had been educated, there was a decrease in their systolic blood pressure, weight, and waist to hip ratio, and a 10% drop in blood pressure, just by giving them information. Now, there can be other explanations for this, of course, you can go down different routes. Um, I know one of them was 
possibly by telling them uh, this information made them change certain habits in their lifestyle. Langer did say that they went ahead and asked uh, the, I think it was like the, the managers of the hotel and stuff, and they said they've been doing nothing differently. Um, so really trying to follow up on to see if they were changing any of their daily habits. But it seemed like for the most part, everything was still being held the same. It was just the fact that they now knew this information about how much energy they were actually burning. This is kind of like placebo effect in a way, but at the end of the day, it just goes to show how powerful your mind is. And so I think even by me just relaying this information to you right now, that if you are you know, at home and doing some chores in the house and you feel like, oh, like I'm not doing enough, I need to also go work out, blah, blah, blah. Even just being in the house and being intentional with the work, maybe you just put a little more elbow grease into it. You can really increase your level of meat, which can have a massive, massive impact on your overall health and also the shape of the bo- of your body as well. So definitely don't knock meat. Try to add as much as you can in there and also understand that your daily household chores are adding up and you know leading to uh, this increase in meat. So now for uh, kind of wrapping up this podcast episode, uh, why has NEAT decreased over the years? This is kind of a pretty simple question. I think most of you could already answer this, but essentially it's just because we have technology and um, different things that make it so that our lives can be more simple and give us more time to do things like sitting down on the couch and taking it easy, which is not a bad thing. I'm all about having some free time to just chill out and relax. Um, But at the end of the day, (laughs) given, you know, the freedom to hang out and chill all day, which I probably would, um, it's obviously not going to be very good for my body. So what we need to do is we need to start increasing our neat through, like I said, chores are a great way of doing it. So if you have, you know, the little, what is it, Roomba, little vacuum that runs through the house, okay, it's very nice, it's handy, but that vacuuming could be a form of neat. Your dishwasher, it is nice to just throw all the dishes in the dishwasher, don't get me wrong, that's one of the things I hate most about cooking is the cleaning afterwards. I actually enjoy the process of cooking, it's the cleaning I don't like, but at the end of the day, it is still a form of neat. So it's basically just relying a little bit less on some of the luxuries of having these technological advances and um, you know putting in a little more elbow grease. Like I said, even just parking further away uh, from the building that you're trying to enter, whether it's a grocery store or your work, whatever it may be, just park further away and increase your walking time by three minutes, right? Like nothing massive, but just a little additional time is going to really help to make a difference and add up over time. So those are definitely going to be a lot of the best ways to increase your need is, you know, increase your chores, which (laughs) kind of doesn't sound fun, but maybe even just reframing um, your mindset around your chores into understanding that it is a form of need, right? It is a form of uh, a form of non-exercise activity, (laughs) but still nonetheless activity, right? It's a form of movement. And uh, also I wanted to just really emphasize here that in, you know, Along with NEAT, I think it is still very important for us to have EAT as well. So uh, exercise, activity, uh, thermogenesis as well. So intentionally going out and doing exercise as well is going to be very, very beneficial. In no way, shape, or form should that be knocked. It is up there and one of the top things of uh, increasing your health is going and increasing your uh, physical activity through exercise. So it is very important, but... (laughs) 
in this episode, I really wanted to highlight the importance of NEAT and, you know, really to better understand that uh, even if you do go work out at a gym, if you are coming home and then just being, you know, completely lazy the entire rest of the day and eating terribly, like it's just kind of a band-aid at that point. It's still good. It's still better than nothing, but we can also have this continuous movement throughout our day that doesn't have to be super strenuous, but it can still eat up a ton of calories and help us to uh, maintain our body weight and try to stay away from obesity. So anyways, that's going to do it for today. I hope you guys learned something to, uh, something new. This was a pretty new topic for me. Um, I had heard about NEAT in the past, but this time I really dove into it to better understand it and to look at some of the different studies that have been done on it. And yeah, so I hope you took away some really beneficial information today. That's my goal with this podcast is just to provide you with information and uh, ways in which you can better improve your health and your life in whatever way possible. So take whatever resonated with you and leave what didn't. And of course, please go ahead and subscribe to whatever platform it is that you're listening on. Share this episode with your friends and family. Leave a five-star review and rating. Um, You can leave ratings on, I think, uh, Apple podcast. You can actually leave a little review there. Uh, please go ahead and do so. I love seeing those and, uh, feel free to reach out to me on, uh, Instagram. That's where I'm most active. So if you have any questions, concerns, or you want to share this episode, uh, feel free to tag me on Instagram and yeah, I love to see that. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and you guys already know the motto of the show. It's do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Much love everybody. Have a beautiful Wednesday. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.